take out the vital organs and you burn all that stuff. And that takes care of the problem. You are now listening to From the Pit. It's killing a lot of people. And Ooh. we're back. Back for another exciting week. Yeah. Welcome to From the Pit. Mm-hmm. I'm Mike. I'm Phil. I'm Frank. Yeah, there you go. We got that shit out of the way. So what are we talking about? Let's start like we normally do. Let's go over everybody's week. All right. You want me to go first this time? Yes. <laughs> You're really uh, excited about that. I want to know about your week. Maybe I want to see if there's a pattern. Maybe to stalk you. <laughs> um, I had a slightly more eventful week than last. Um, the first thing popping up is me and Phil went and saw uh, Garland Green on Friday with um, a couple other bands. Um, we didn't get to see the other bands because we left. <laughs> but we didn't plan on leaving. We also didn't plan on staying. We went to see Tommy's band and they fucking ruled. Um, right. Yeah, it's like, I, I don't know if you'd agree, Phil, but I guess it's like a beat down hardcore. I mean, I hate that fucking term. Is there it's a better term? Dumb. I don't know, man. I mean, it's just sort of more on the fucking... It's heavier. It's kind of... It's it's more like... That's in the modern sense kind of what like metalcore is. Okay. At this point in time. Uh, yeah, beatdown just sounds silly. Like, I don't know. <laughs> eh. I mean, that, that is the term some people use, but um, fuck those people. <laughs> well, dumb. I was people. I was looking at the uh, release of an album we'll talk about later uh, from uh, Oathbreaker and fucking Metal Injection had it under hardcore. I was like, "What? I think you guys mislabeled this one." Uh, I mean, vocally alone, I would argue, but yeah, musically, I wouldn't so much. I mean, there's there's elements of black metal, but it's blackened at the very least. Yes, yeah, yeah I, would, I, I would certainly agree. I with wanted that. to see a modifier because when you throw down hardcore, I at this point in my career, expected to refer to like <clears throat> hardcore. Well, I mean that in that's and a of very itself broad is, is so <laughs> fucking broad. I feel like that's just. Ref- I, I mean, know. you say hardcore to me, and I gotta ask, like, what are you are you talking about? Black Flag? Are you talking about Lifeless? Are you talking about Cruel Hand? Like, are, you, are we talking about the Gorilla Biscuits? Like, all of these bands have very different sounds. I just suppose, happen to be under the I mean, same umbrella. But like, Oathbreakers. At the newest school of like blackened stuff, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean it's that's like, fair. Yeah, I mean it's like when Hawthorne Heights dropped. I didn't say this hardcore. It's like, well, I, I, I'm, I'm still I, not I calling to, it hardcore. I have to. I have to stop everything right now. <laughs> <laughs> I have to stop everything and request that that name never be said in my presence again. <laughs> do you, wait, hold on. Do you Especially think Ron likes them? Rom probably does like them. They, they're definitely like it's like the it's like the the that's pretty much what that was. It was like the the people who were fans of shit like Fallout Boy, but then wanted to be fucking uh, you know deep. wicked hardcore. Wicked hardcore. And, they, they, and it's so much. It's deep. I never understood deep. why they had three fucking guitarists. Really? Yeah. Well, they sure as fuck aren't no Mandroid Echo Star. I don't know. 
Fuck All right, anyway, let's move on from fucking. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why did you do this? Because I thought it would help me win my argument, but it. It did not. That did upset. nothing. <laughs> it did nothing but make me fucking angry that something exists out there. <laughs> to bring back a, a phrase I've been enjoying, did it make your knuckles thirsty? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, otherwise, I have been on the teat of band camp all weekend. Nice. Yeah, I went from having like two albums in my collection to more than two. I limit my <laughs> I limit my <laughs> I have to limit myself. Like put a No, it's exactly what I was telling Phil. I'm like I fucking have a problem and it's Bandcamp. Like yeah. I just casually poking around last night I saw Circle Takes the Square. Now I could probably dig up their burnt CDs somewhere, but I'm like, oh shit, name your own price and like I've supported them at shows, so I was like, I've kind of done my part, but no, fuck that. I can give them some more money, and now I have full quality, not like 3,400K, just like, I could get the fucking flex, like, yes, have some more money, guys. I mean, there was, a, there was a time when I was at my last job where I went on a bathroom break, and I spent 50 bucks on Bandcamp for taking a shit. <laughs> so, yeah, it is horrifically <laughs> really dangerous. gotta be careful. Especially also, with the, like, with, like, name your price, you're like, oh, I'll give these people $10. I'll give these people $10. And you're like, ah, oh, shit. Well, for the record, that's why I got excited. Okay, so I, I went on a tear my first instant, and I spent about 50 bucks. I got Lifeless, Mouse to Palace, uh, Mirker, I got... Uh, shit. Hawthorne Heights. Hawthorne Heights, full disco. Um, pick that bitch. up for two dollars. <laughs> I'm just gonna pull. Oh, I got a fucking cult leader. Nice yeah. street sex, which I can't. Now that I've given that two full listens through, dude, street sex is cool as shit. Yeah, and yeah. creepy as fuck. Have either of you listened to the whole CD? Not no. yet. No. Totally worth it for whatever. Oh, I, 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 I think will. I spent like seven bucks on it. Like, I will soon. Believe me. I have to be like. There's certain albums I'm fine. Like, I have to be careful with listening to them because they will stay on for a while. Like, and I'll, then I found a, a, a uh, like post rock instrumental thing for mm -hmm. a euro. Yeah. And you know what? I'll probably send a copy to Ron if I I can figure out his email. Because he would really dig it. It's like... I thought he hates post stuff. It's not quite... It's not just post. I think I found it under Downbeat. And okay. it's more, It's like two ambient guitars with... Um, There's another term he hates. Okay. I feel like what we need to do hey, is just buy a bunch of ambient music and send it to Ron. <laughs> just shove it down his throat. <laughs> he goes uh, on his band camp and it's nothing but fucking ambient. <laughs> so not even fucking not even like, like ambient feed. metal we'll just get like fucking Enya and shit I'll give him some ambient folk <laughs> he'll love <laughs> that like really cheesy fucking new age shit <laughs> <laughs> that'd hey, be Ron, awesome we got, we got some ambient synth for you Ron will be like there's a hundred new albums in my co what the fuck it changes his speed <laughs> <Okay>. like <laughs> He starts going on fucking, like, all the fucking Facebook ads are suggesting fucking New Age albums and, like, crystals and shit. Yeah. I've already mapped out my next $100 on Bandcamp. <clears throat> yeah, think. it's bad. Next $100, goddamn. Yeah, I mean, shit. Hard. Well, like, so here's the deal. Like, it's been 
a good amount of time that I've had readily available cash to throw at these bands, and I kind of went on like a um, what's the word when you stop masturbating for Jesus for once a year? Um, Lent. Yeah. I kind of I kind of abstained from downloading music because honestly, like even though I was usually intending to buy the albums, a lot of time went by. So there's like some shit that I had had that I don't feel good about. So now there's stuff I got to go back and buy. There's stuff that we've talked about and covered that I want to mm-hmm. buy. And there's stuff that we're going to talk about or I'm going to find naturally on Bandcamp. I'm going to want to buy. So I could be buying drugs. <laughs> but <laughs> I love Bandcamp. Yeah, you know, I mean, and that was that was the argument I was having with myself. I was like, am I going to just get a subscription to Spotify? And then I'm like, all right, I could listen to their music a fucking lot. And after, like, two months of listening to the same song, they'll get a dollar from me. Or I could just own the music mm-hmm. forever and just pick and choose what I want. Because at this point, there's things like Mirker that, like, I probably put in 50 plays on somebody's upload or on her YouTube channel. At this point, I should own it. She should get money. I have enjoyed it to the point where I've yes. well exceeded $10. Yeah, I mean, I do both things because it's, you know, so you, you, you just spent all that fucking money, right? Mm-hmm. You can't do it for a little bit. Yep. So I mean, being in the same boat, like, I'm not going to stop listening to shit regardless so like i have i don't use spotify but i have fucking xbox music same shit 10 bucks a month and yeah just have all that shit on my phone right but like i'm still gonna end up buying all these albums eventually that's fair and i could probably afford a spotify subscription um i guess for me it's personal that it comes down to data at&t's a cunt and um they like to gouge for data. Oh yeah. That's like I get four off the top, <laughs> and then after that, which I can I can eat through four gigs in twenty four hours if I put my mind to it. Well, the thing I'm pretty sure because I know like dude with Xbox Music I download everything, so I'm not using data once I'm once I have it on there. I download it all when I'm while I'm on Wi-Fi. But um, ah, uh, the fuck was I gonna say? I'm pretty sure Spotify has an option to make shit available offline. It does, but I I start running into roadblocks that want subscriptions. Like, if I go into a specific album and don't just shuffle all, I think they start asking me for money. I mean, otherwise... I think he's saying... Well, yeah, I'm saying if you have the, the oh, subscription. Oh, yeah, yeah. They do have the option to have offline listening. Which yeah, so that downloads. way you won't be tearing through your fucking data. I do that with Stitcher. I'll download, I'll get up, sit in the shower, and download all my podcasts for the morning every day. That's, it's like kind of a bitch, it's but. It's kind of smart, though. Yeah, I got to do it, because otherwise, like I said, I mean, I would I chew my data up in a couple days at work and. I was regret confused it. of why you're like eating through somebody. I was like, oh, yeah, you use it at work. Oh, all day I'm listening to all the podcasts or doing, you know, listening to music, whatever. But it's the. Amazing benefit and huge curse of working at a detail shop. Also, 
driving cars around that I want to drive away from the shop and that, to the casino. That and, picture that you that you commented yeah. in, I was like, mm-hmm. Ooh, it boy. was a a lime metallic green. Oh yeah, challenger for the audience. Challenger. Yeah. Um, now was it a? Uh, do you know what like model it was of a challenger or? It was. Uh, it, do you know the differences? Like I think it was a. I don't know. Don't know. Don't know. I don't want to say anything and be wrong. I'm not sure. I, I hope at least it that. wasn't like in the economy version. Okay, so at the at the very least, we would hope that it was an RT that had like a V8 in it. I don't want to confirm that because I'm not. I don't remember. I would. Its paint job was perfect. Mm-hmm. Like it looked like a dealership job or or a manufacturer Did it job. Sound rumbly at all? Or? That's a, they, yes. Okay. <laughs> The Abarth I, I cleaned out today sounded rumbly. <laughs> they tried teaching me manual today. How'd that go? Uh, it went for about six feet, and then I stalled because I didn't realize that you had to clutch brake. I just braked. Oh, yeah. You put you smack you. No, it's, I, it's, they, it's I, to you. Well, he did yeah. a good enough job getting me going. He just Which is the hardest didn't, part. Yeah, yeah. Getting it to, Look, to go is the hardest part. Maybe one day, probably at the shop, I'll learn how to drive manual. That seems like fucking horseshit. No, it's not. It becomes second nature. I'm sure it becomes second nature, but so did like a lot of bullshit things I do to myself, like playing Call of Duty, like uh, Dark Souls. I feel like that, like, I don't know. I feel like it's the Dark Souls of driving. Here's two buttons to press instead of one all the time. Oh, and by the way, you have to press that button when you want to go faster and other things and fuck you. I feel like I, uh... Maybe I'm just a fan of procedure because I've picked up like stick it. Look, it's it it appeals to me in the sense that it's difficult and I want to get good at it because I like challenging myself. Um, but it just I feels would, good. Yeah, I would need to buy like a no, very get, cheap car. No, you, you run a rental. <laughs> that you do a rental because who cares about that clutch? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I uh, get my clutch. I get the concept, but it also it would uh, it comes with a lot of like confidence in driving, and I'm a very cautious person, so I can also see like I got you will get. If I you need ever... a big open lot with no chance of anything yeah, bothering me. That's how you do it. Um, but you will get very if you do wind up with a stick, you will get very mad when you're on a hill and someone gets on your ass at a stop, and you're like, oh. Cool. Yeah, because that little backup you do. Yep. Can't you yes. just... I don't even know. Well, now you're going to... you got to give it a lot of gas. Make sure you don't bump into them. So, other than <clears throat> the show, music, um, work was nominal. Uh, mm-hmm. Nothing too crazy other than that. Didn't really get a chance to play anything. Um... Yeah, helped uh, help Jason move out. Not nice. the the, view- the viewers helped the buddy move out. <laughs> um, that and we went apple picking yesterday. Very nice. You know, Kinda. fields with stuff. They only had red delicious apples. Oh, what the fuck! They their their apple game was weak. But they didn't have any uh, 
Oh, Golden Delicious, the the shittier version. Nah, I don't I don't like Golden Delicious. I don't know. I guess I like Gala. I like Honeycrisp. Honeycrisps. Honeycrisp apples are where it's fucking at. I'm a Fuji apple mm. guy. Right. Fujis are good. I remember the first time I had a Honeycrisp apple was because I was drinking Snapple apple and I was like, oh, naturally flavored. Bullshit. <laughs> and he's like, no, I have a Honeycrisp apple. And I was like, oh, shit. Tastes like Snapple. They had another apple there I've never seen before, and I also can't remember the name of, but it was like something man. It sounded I think like that was just a guy, you know. With dude, it sounded like a very dark, basket. like I don't know. Anyway, moving on from Fucking Apple Talk. Come here to get all your apple education. Education, all the, shit. All the apples, Apple Talk Radio. <laughs> We're talking about our week, okay? We're not necessarily into the metal yet. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How was your week? Uh, was was it filled with Sabbath? No. No, it wasn't. I didn't listen to any Sabbath. Oh, okay. Did you listen to him? <laughs> I did not. Believe it or not, the fucking... That, because that discussion crossed my mind over the course of the week, but every time I thought of it, I was either, like, walking to class or driving people around Philly. There was an interesting thing that happened. I drove a woman and her daughter to the Beyonce concert. That's not very metal. No, but the traffic was. <laughs> Soul crushing. Oh my god, I've never seen anything like it. I mean, I've dropped people off at games. I've dropped people off at other concerts. That shit was bonkers. We were just, we sat. It, it, I moved about five feet on Broad Street in the course of like 45 minutes. Nice. It was horrendous. Uh, and then at one point, the mom had to pee so bad that she was just like, fuck it, we're just going to run. And they got out of the car. I thought you were going to say something they crazy. They like abandoned their vehicle? bottle and you were just like, what the fuck are you doing? No. <laughs> did no, no, they, no, did no. they abandon their vehicle? Yeah, they took off. Nice. It, I mean, I was driving it, so it's not really... Yeah, you're not, oh, you're not catching on just, how this works. I was driving for Uber. They were in your car. Yeah. Yeah, I missed that part. Yeah. That, how, why that, would he know all this backstory? The whole thing started out with me talking about driving people to... Yeah, whatever. Um, I think you had some bad apples. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remembered what was metal about the uh, apple picking. There was some black metal kids, and they were moshing. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was some goats button heads. Nice. But do you get the pun? Ah, <laughs> uh, boy. <Yeah>. Like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, then there was that show we went to. Uh, we caught a set and a half. And then that was about it. I listened to a bunch of music, but now's not the time to talk about that. Oh. So that was my week. Whew, setting records. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> that that was efficient. Yeah. yeah. Uh we had my normal for my week, we had my normal shitty work, but you know, fuck that noise. Um <coughs> well I actually wound up working nine days in a row, but that was because I requested Saturday off, 
so I could go to the Ren Fair for Oktoberfest. Nice. Yes. Uh, so we did never checked the like what time they opened, and we we're like, oh, it probably open up at like ten o'clock. I'm we pretty get, sure we showed up there early before too. Yeah, we get there, it's like quarter of ten, and it's like, oh, it doesn't open were up the till eleven. Standing up on the things, heckling you guys. No, that uh, wasn't until like that wasn't until uh probably about like thirty minutes till open. Okay, all right. Yeah. So they did do it. Oh yeah. All right, cool. Because that was that definitely like lightens the waiting experience. Oh yeah. Um, but so we get there and they're like, oh. The people in charge, like, the brewery opens up in, like, a few minutes, and we're like, well, I guess we'll go over there. Yeah. And apparently they only open early at, like, October. And dude's like, oh, we open up at, like, 11. We're like, they said a few minutes. He's like, oh, shit, it's October. (laughs) Yeah, and then they're like, few minutes. And there we were, quarter after 10, having, having beer for breakfast. That happened. Yeah, the the heckling at the gate was uh was fun, especially because we brought our boots from like five years ago for for the refills. And like as the king rides by, he's like, "Oh, fine boots, gentlemen." And we're like, "Yeah, the king acknowledged us." <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was it was everything we wanted. All of the the fun like performers walking around as we're drinking boots of beer early in the morning eating some sausage uh got to sword fight each other i'm actually actually getting a little pumped now that you're talking about it because it's been years since i've gone and i'm going next week i love that place like it's the only thing i'll say was kind of shitty this year all right when when me and my buddies went five years ago a boot was like 40 bucks yeah and 12 dollar refills cool it's like like nice thick glass, all that. My buddy, one of my buddy lost his, so he got one of the ones that they had there for Oktoberfest. They're only twenty five bucks. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool, but they're like a little bit thinner, and the like decoration throughout the day started like coming off. Oh, so they were cheaper for the for the month of October. I guess so, uh. but at a cost. Yeah, so a bit cheaper. I mean, the glass will stay around. Yeah, but the decoration of the glass will... At that point, I would just wash it all off. <laughs> yeah. There was, as to be expected, funny uh, sexual innuendos throughout the day. Always. Yeah. Having, like, bar ladies singing about... Well, they had sold, like, this hand warmer. They called a muff. So you had these bar ladies singing about the, singing about muff. Which, one of the most memorable lines being, uh, some about like, oh, there was a jeweler who realized it kept more than hands warm, and he laid it with pearls. There's like kids around, and you're like, they have no clue. Mm-hmm. All of the adults are laughing. <laughs> I saw, uh, they had the falconry people. I don't know if I've ever seen that. It's it's pretty. They were more so talking just about like how it like how that sport works and whatnot, and like the the red tail hawk was like flying back and forth and whatnot. That was cool. Nice. 
that was that was uh the main thing of my week. Uh, I, I I did forget to mention. Uh, I mentioned this before. Um, I wasn't there at the shop at the time, but fucking Klondike Bar came back. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Apparently, she told uh, she told the guys they shouldn't have hired me because I suck, and they should have hired her because she has tits. Well, her uh, logic is is. Not flawed. I don't and, know uh, if the audience could hear my eyebrows raise. <laughs> and they, they can. Yeah. Eh, so there's that. Uh, oh, that's all types. Of- but she asked if I'd be in. One of our regulars said, uh, "You won't be in until sometime next week." And fucking David says, "Oh no, he'll be in tomorrow." Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, you're you're dead. Oh my god. I had a talk <laughs> with him about that one. <laughs> that's. Oh yeah, I think that's something that you need to. You should have told other coworkers like, "Hey, maybe not tell people schedules." I was like, "Hey, why didn't you fucking say that you fired me?" Because <laughs> this will be more fun. <laughs> well, I think I think she may be gone now. I think the Freemasons took her uh, after anonymous <laughs> hacked her phone. Uh... Oh, so they're working together. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anonymous actor phone and all of the Aryans were breaking into her apartment. So, you know, that's <laughs> Valum and papers. That's a I'd, crazy life. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a whole story to that that I'm, I'm, I'm not telling. It's not yet. <laughs> you don't if, feel comfortable uh, yet. No, no, no. It's not. You know, fuck it. If there's people who want to hear it, I want to know that you want to hear it. So, if there's anyone listening at all, comment. Oh, this is where we're gonna get comically like, ooh, that sounds juicy as fuck. Got the, got the. What the fuck are you doing? Your, your phone. <laughs> just my started. phone has been acting like the goddamn devil lately and just throwing shit up. Was that Bill Clinton? I don't know what the fuck. It was someone from CNN or some shit. Like it just starts opening up weather and news shit, and I'm like, why are you doing this? There's that was probably an update that you could probably shut off. Uh-huh. CNN and hot gas all on from the pit. <laughs> oh. I don't want to deal with that bullshit. I'll be like, I'll go and break at work and I'll slide open my phone. It's like seven to nine different tabs of my internet opened up. And I'm like, why? My phone was doing that one day. It was real weird. I, every time I pulled it out of my pocket, it was somewhere really fucking strange. Like, it'd be like, at some one of the point, sites, just, some of the like, sites were like, Saying some like weird shit that like like codes and shit <laughs> oh, like that. Shit. And up on... uh, you just reminded me of one more last little bit. And like, well, I say like all these codes and shit, and I was like, <clears throat> what the fuck is this? If, if you ever want something really fun, just check out TimeCube. I think it's TimeCube.org. It was, uh, oh yeah, yeah. It's just just give it give it a little a little read. It's, I don't. Uh, I don't know about that. Yeah, because yeah, anytime yeah. I've told anyone in that voice, oh, just just check it out. It's, it's, it's not good. It's nothing. It's nothing pornographic. No, I'm not, well, then I'm not interested. You, it's real weird, though. I'm not sending you to Veronica Moser or anything. <laughs> like, it's just really strange, and there's some very quotable moments. Okay. Yeah, so. And you won't trust teenagers afterwards. So, there's uh, that. I don't trust the shit that's something. now. Oh yeah, but I mean, like you, like the, I'm talking life and death sort of deal, as opposed to just like. This Is this also why you're uncomfortable you. about your visit? My visit. 
from that. Uh, oh, Klondike bar. Yeah. No, no, no. I just don't want to tell the story yet. I, I want to wait till people want to hear it. Okay. So I maybe maybe I'll I'll drop hints here and there. Ooh. Oh, yeah. He's such a tease. I know. The blue balls. Um. So yeah, obviously I listen to a ton of podcasts. Um. If you're not familiar, check out the No Sleep podcast. It's excellent. Um, it's a collection of stories every week, usually. I listened to one today, though, that was just unsettling. <laughs> and it wasn't... Oh, I can't even describe. I mean, it hit in the beginning arc on Lovecraftian notes, mm-hmm. but ended on very human, very realistic possibilities. And uh, it was dark. Um, so if you're at all interested, we talk about horror on the occasion, uh, that this week's episode was unmissable. That's it. Uh, (laughs) I'll tell you guys about it after the show. I don't want to spoil any of the story. uh, I actually saw a funny picture, uh, earlier in the week. You're saying about the, uh, like Lovecraftian bullshit. Saw a picture and it looked like almost like a giant Cthulhu in like the fog. Like a gamer would see this and wonder, how much XP do I get? <laughs> uh, I guess to clarify, it's September twenty fifth episode. Just in case anybody does go check that out, it's oh, that. Uh, season seven episode twenty five. Is that pulling up facts like it, like that? Did you just no give delight? people actual information on the from the pit podcast i i might have what are you doing oh, people are going to expect man. this from now on i mean setting a precedence for being professional Ugh. it's like when you get the chunky campbell <laughs> soup in that giant can there are a few bits of chicken <laughs> they promise <laughs> <laughs> That's, at least it wasn't a piss pot story. Um, nope. <laughs> you guys didn't like that? <laughs> I, I liked it. But I was a stock chunky soup. I hate No, no, soup. no, no. Piss pot story. It's a... Yeah. Okay. We don't need to go there now. Yeah, no. <laughs> no we don't have time. There's not enough time. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think it's a good time. Sounds like you guys might need... Oh, um... Oh, shit. I, I, I didn't realize it you was coming to, that quick. You have to talk about some other things while I, I prep for that. Because I'm unprepared. Like, fuck. Well, shit. Um, so, you, uh, I mean, have you done any more black metal digging at all? Uh, New school. New but school? But we'll talk. Okay. A, yeah, we'll get into that a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I said, uh, I was listening to Oathbreaker. Right, right, right. Um, no, I just wasn't sure. Um, would you consider... Uh, Alcest at all blackened? No. Okay. The vocals uh, were a bit harsher yeah, than I was expecting, but I enjoyed it. Points, but yeah. Yeah, definitely not black metal. I've got. Uh, we we have a we have a guest who who now has a microphone. Hello. <laughs> it's uh. Yeah, we we should have we should have set up a fourth mic for him. We should have. I'm just sitting back here enjoying you guys doing your thing. Who are you? Uh, I'm Keith. Hi, Keith. Because no one can see me. <laughs> Keith, I'd, I'm not familiar with your taste in music at all. 
they're uh, kind of across the board, but at the moment they've been uh, a bit, I'll admit, poppy. It's kind of just things I find off the radio at this point. Like what? Any specific groups? I'm kind of digging Arctic Monkeys. I don't see why not. No, I think she used one like recently. And then I forget the names of everyone. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, kind of like stuff like the heavy got like bluesy feels. Oh, to the it. heavy is fucking awesome. Yeah, I'm not familiar. Oh, dude, it's like um, they're UK band, right? I believe so, but it's there. There's a bit of a bit of Motown to their feel. Like it's kind of like uh, they're kind of like the more soul version of like the Black Keys, is the way I'd put it. Yeah. Yeah, like where the black keys, where the black keys do like, or at least I should say, did really bluesy sort yes, of shit. Yes, yes, very, um, very bluesy. Oh, the earlier stuff definitely. The yeah. newer stuff, I still like it. A lot of people bitch about it, but what the fuck ever. They're working with Danger Mouse, and I think it's fucking cool. Yeah. But um, yeah, I really liked the one of their earlier albums because they did uh like riff off of Screaming Jay Hawkins I Put a Spell on You yeah in one of their songs and like I heard that and I immediately went wait a minute it's like that's not what I thought I was have, still good song I mean yeah. um oh, fuck I can't remember the I can't remember the name now I know um is it like Furious Vengeance oh, I'm terrible name? with album names I listen to way too much shit but I know, like I remember uh, the Black Keys did that fucking really cool album that was all uh, Junior Kimbro covers, which is fucking great. No, nah, I missed that one, or I just didn't know it was covers. Yeah, because like yeah. I had a bunch of their stuff and I just like <clears throat> listened through them, but I didn't look at like the names of. Always yeah, a it's really cool. They actually have reach. a voicemail at the end of the album yeah, from Junior Kimbro's wife, saying like he that's really appreciate what you're doing. Like, it's cool shit, man. That's pretty cool. But uh, no, that's cool. That's that's, that's that's interesting. Do you listen to anything heavier or? Uh, not, it's not really, not your really thing. because I don't know. Just like the poppy stuff that's on like Guitar Hero or something. So you like a lot of poison? <laughs> Listen to some poison. Some rat. Every rose has its thorn. Some some white lion. That's the other Joe Drevet. <laughs> I uh, when I was out at Tsunami Fest, I watched someone climbing on the hood of someone else's car flopping around and screaming the lyrics to here i go again on my own <laughs> that's awesome it was incredible so did you guys grab yourselves boy, a brutal oh boy, brutal oh brew we we did oh phil's phil's pouring his right now yeah Mike's trying to fucking introduce our segment while I'm yeah. my goddamn beer. Your brutal brew? <laughs> exactly. R. You know what? I don't want to help people, but I don't want to, like... What? I, I prefer to try to keep it as even a split as possible. But, it's all good. Yeah, that's that. Yeah. Okay, well, I've still got, like, half a can of PBR, but fuck it. Uh, yeah, jump right into this. We're gonna we're gonna just fucking do this thing, do this thing. Dear God, it looks like something out of Squidbillies. Mm-hmm. Which I appreciate. 
So, Frank, I'll let you introduce this one. Do you need the bottle to remember that name? Yeah, because that name is a yeah, fucking mouthful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, for the, the beer we have in question this week, is a Rogue's New Crustacean. Holy shit. Yeah. What the fuck? What is that? It, as they call it, their Barley Wine-ish Imperial IPA, sort of. I'm getting so many things. Right, you're like, at first, you're like, it's got to... Take a sip of that. It's got a heavy mouthfeel. It's malty, like a barley wine. Yeah. But then it's fucking... It's... It's hoppy. It's... That head is so creamy, too. Mm-hmm. It's like biscuity that turns into citrus. Mm. Oh, my God. Hmm. What? Right. Having this beer, you're kind of like, what? I love this. What is going on with my mouth? Yeah. It's. Wow, this is different. Yeah. I am like. It, def- look, it has a very satisfying mouthfeel. I, I, I don't like. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of things. Um, not so much when it comes to barley wines. They tend to be pretty standard because there's not all that many of them out there. But right. as far it's as. English like, or American. Yeah. But as far as uh, it was IPA and what else? Yeah, it's, barley wine IPA. It's a barley wine-ish imperial IPA. Imperial sort of. IPA. Yeah, I mean, I've had a million things that are supposed to be super inventive IPAs, and like, oh, they're cool, but none of them really fucking, you know, did anything all different. that different. Yeah, there was they're like slight variations on a theme. Whereas this is fucking, this is a whole new composition right here. This is fucking crazy. I feel like it's. Biscuits and hops. Uh, yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's also uh, ranking in at a uh, a staggering uh, 11.6. Ooh, shit. Huh. Yeah. I didn't get much booze on that. No. Yeah, no. I, um... That is... I'm wondering if that's because of the, like... So, IPAs, obviously not very boozy. No. Uh, and I'm wondering if that's what's balancing out the typical booziness of a barley wine. Oh. Like hot bite kind of yeah. masking the, the mm. booze. Because I, mean, I got a slight hint of it uh, at the very back, but not not what I'd expect from a barley wine. Right. When I drink a barley wine, I think, ah, I'm going to feel myself getting drunker with every sip. That is... I'm, I like the booziness of a, a barley wine. Oh, yeah, me too. But, you know, this is... Uh, this is a, one of those ones that'll creep up on you. This, uh, yeah. Yeah, this could be very dangerous. It had there's a, nothing about it that feels aggressive either. Mm-mm. It did have a nice, uh, thick head you guys drank through. It does, yeah. It's, 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 it's retaining a bit, too. A little bit. I mean, I there, we're talking about two um, two styles that I don't expect to leave like a fucking Belgian lace on the glass. You no. know what I mean? So for it to be leaving anything is actually kind of impressive. Now, with a beer as diverse and what the fuck is this? Dude, you fucking nailed this pairing. Right? Like... You nailed not to, it. Not to toot my own horn. Thank you, and yeah. 
I'm waiting. So. I'm, I'm anxious to hear what it was paired with. Oh, you don't know. That's no, right. I don't. Oh, this was a blind this is a brew. Good one. So, this is a good one. This is actually an album that we've we've talked about before for its like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. We talked about it quite a bit, actually, because um, it was that fucking next level. Yeah. Like, game-changing. Um, At least I think. I, I, you guys seem to agree, so. And that's uh, Vector's Terminal Redux. Nice. From yeah. the moment that that album comes <laughs> off, you're like, all right, that's some Vector, we're going to have some, some good old thrash here. Yeah, this is thrashy, but it's it's progressive and, and technical, and what's happening Why there? Why are there choir vocals? Right, <laughs> collapse is still like the epicness of that song. Oh my god, dude! I can't help but fucking like start headbanging. That while shit, I'm walking around the house. That like, shit was on repeat for a week straight when I first heard it. I fucking dude, it was one of those moments where like uh, a friend of mine who's turned me on to a lot of really good shit over the years. I wake up in the morning to a text from him, and he's like listen to this album like he's not the type of person who's ever like oh you need to go do this or he might text me and be like hey man you check this out yet he was like you need to listen to this album <laughs> i was like all right fuck it so i i fucking flipped through some shit i turned it on i plugged my headphones in i didn't move mm-hmm. i sat and i just listened through that whole fucking album and i immediately texted him back and i was like what the fuck is this come on it's like a i is it over a it's, it's like a, a decent length album for Thrash. Like Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they, they there was so much exploration on that album. Yeah. You you have nine minute Thrash songs. Like, and one, the last time they like over 13 minutes long. Yeah. Like, yeah, that last song's fucking crazy too. Right? Like. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm fucking awful with track names, so I'm going to look this shit oh, up right God. now. Um. um and guys, if you something about a void or something, anyone who hasn't fucking listened to this album yet, uh, if you if you think you're into metal, then you're fucking up, and you should you should listen to it immediately after finishing this podcast. We finished the podcast. Then go listen to this shit, or pause it and listen and come back. Regardless, listen to the fucking album. Uh, there it is. Recharging the void. Boom. I knew there was a void. Yeah. Oh my god, dude. And just like the fucking, like the, those riffs on liquid crystal disease. I, I, I can't praise that album enough, dude. I really can't. No, it's, um, I think you said it best before. It's like, Thrash has been a pretty, um, I don't use the term stagnant, but like, it's, it has been though like i mean the the best thing to happen to thrash in like the last like 15 years was sort of the early 2000s revival of like crossover yeah but even then we're just revisiting an old style with a little bit of new flair this was something new this was taking thrash as a genre and just bringing it places that i legitimately don't think it's ever been before yeah, this is all right, it's it's drilling a hole in my brain. Other than Vector, we were talking about a another band. Nilithia. Thank you. All right, continue. I'm I sorry. always talk about both of them right around the same time because <laughs> they cool both they both dropped around the same time and they were 
Both well, I mean, Vector's been around, but that new years. album was um, ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, they've always been fucking awesome, but yeah, this was like the only way you could honestly describe it to someone is you remember that scene in SLC Punk when he he puts on the the punk album. He's like, "What's this?" It's like, it's new. It's like, new. <laughs> like that's the way this album is. Like you play for someone, like, "What's this?" It's new. <laughs> this is where Thrash needs to go. Yeah. Um, at least one of the directions. Because, you know, we're, we're very much in that phase. Of, like, we've done it. And we've done it to fucking death. Mm-hmm. It, it, was, it was done so long that even the fucking, even the big bands got fucking bored with it at one point. I think Creator did weird industrial shit in the 90s. <laughs> you know, they came back in like the early 2000s and were like, we're sorry, guys, here's Enemy of God. And everyone was like, holy shit. But um, yeah, we it needed something different and fucking Vector brought it. And I can definitely say the same. So like, Vector brought the change that was needed for uh, Thrash. Yeah. And Rogue brought the change that was needed for IPAs. I think like, I, I also think this is like I don't know how much hype there is over this. I think there should be a lot of hype. Yes. I feel like Rogue does not get enough um praise. Yeah, really. I mean the the Dead Guy L's been a standard for me for years. It got right. really expensive in the past couple of years though. It uh, it used to be a nine dollar six pack, now it's like fifteen bucks. Yeah. That's actually a uh funny little offshoot with dead guy l there's actually a um certain old school magic players like there's a group of people who play just with old like the first year of magic and they sometimes name decks after beers and there's a dead guy l deck oh that's cool you know they did a uh, a whiskey that they aged the same way they do with fucking dead guy it's like in those casks and like yeah there's a dead guy whiskey Amazing. That's yeah. right. Yeah, they um, Rogue apparently does spirits as well. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Rogue's fucking awesome. This beer's fucking awesome. Yeah, it is. Uh, um, Vector's fucking awesome. So, listen to Vector Terminal Redux. Grab yourself a Rogue New Crustacean Barley Wineish Imperial IPA sorta. Yeah do that it's in a blue bottle with a crab holding a beer with a hat with a piece of wheat in it. it looks like he came out of the squid billies yeah but uh yeah that's what i was gonna say uh if there is a lot of hype over this if this gets the fucking attention it deserves i think it could also bring a lot more attention to barley wines which is much needed yeah um, that's my favorite style of beer like just malty boozy goodness like and I was actually talking to, it was the manager at Uno's, because, don't know if you know this, Uno's has an awesome craft mm-hmm. beer selection. Um, I was talking to him, and I was like, you pretty much never have a barley wine ale. I was like, a lot of people don't have barley wine ales on tap. Um, I was also commending him for not being just flooded with IPAs. Yeah. Um, but he said, as a owner... He was like, it's sometimes like those big alcohol content beers like that. He's like, you don't necessarily 
want because someone's going to drink it like it's a normal beer. Right. And they're going to keep pounding them back and then go and drive and do something Yeah, stupid. that's the danger because while it is like their bar, it really kind of is more along the lines of like a craft beer bar. Mm-hmm. But they're also a pizzeria uno. So there's yes. going to be completely, there's going to be people completely ignorant to it who just, yeah, we'll do something like that. I feel like it, at a place like the Poorhouse or somewhere like that, you're not going to see as much of that because people go in knowing what the fuck Yes, and even then, like, I feel like a, a barley wine out is still a very rare thing to find on tap. Oh, yeah, dude. I uh, the One of the few places I actually got one was a place called Blue Monkey Tavern, I think it was called. Um... And they had uh, insanity on draft, and I was I lost my shit. But <laughs> anyway, for uh, people who've never had barley wine owls, please explore this this beautiful beer. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, just just for the fact that you haven't had, why wouldn't you try a new style of beer? Yeah. Like, but in this market where we're flooded with uh, hot bombs, yeah, like, you now got the opposite end of the spectrum of a, a very, very malty beer. Yeah, especially if you're in our area, you're in a really good area to try a lot of different shit. Mm-hmm. Oh. Fuck, even in South Jersey, there's so many fucking breweries popping up. I live down the street from Flying Fish and Iron Hill. Like, I'm a happy man. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was uh, that was a long chunk of silence there. It uh, happens. <laughs> it shouldn't though. Yeah. <laughs> we should try to avoid doing that. I know, but I'm letting the flavors develop on my tongue. Yeah. I'm not concerned with. You know, sorry, people, but this is really good. <laughs> Fuck you, few loyal listeners. I'm drinking this goddamn beer right now. <laughs> you, sh- you should already be doing it. <laughs> In the car driving. <laughs> yes. I On my past podcast, I encouraged uh, drunk driving. I'm not going to encourage that this time. I feel like that's a terrible idea. <laughs> it is, it's yeah. strictly a terrible idea. <laughs> I will say it's kind of fun. <laughs> still- All right. It's time to move on. Uh, before that, Frank gets us in trouble. Yeah, it was all obviously parody. Yes. Yes. Please don't take that seriously. Don't do take... not do not go out drinking and driving. No, don't. I wasn't I wasn't saying to do it. Just stop there. Yep. I am. Okay. I am. There you I'm, go. I'm canning it there. We're good. You're getting buck wild in your tiny Rick shirt. <laughs> Damn right. Tiny Rick! <laughs> Oh, okay. So, what has everyone been listening to this week? Oh, I uh, I've been uh listening to a favorite of mine. I don't think uh, I don't know if you two are uh big on them. Uh, Buckshot facelift. I've been meaning to get more into them. You you've played a couple tracks for me. I've always really enjoyed what they do. Yeah, very, very uh abrasive. Um. Some albums it's more grindy, some albums it's more almost like crusty. Like it's I think yeah. the earlier stuff's more crusty and they got a little bit more grindy as they went along. Um Like I found out by them when uh the one year when we went to 
Harper's uh, South Jersey Metal Fest. Yeah. They were on the, the list, and I picked up their, uh, I think it's Living Ghost of the North Shore is the album name, and ever since then, I've been pretty big onto them. Uh, this week for my band camp, uh, Expenditures, I was like, oh, I wonder if, I wonder if they're on band camp. Yes, they are. So I was able to pick up a uh, an album this week. Yeah, nice. speaking of that, any bands out there, uh, fucking put your shit on Bandcamp if you haven't already. Why yes. the fuck would you not? It's a really big mistake to not have your fucking material on Bandcamp. Yeah, I was supremely disappointed when the new Every Time I Die album was not on Bandcamp. I'm very disappointed with uh, Panzer Bastard. They put a they put a song. No, they have like two tracks up. They put a song from like a few albums up, and they're for free. You know, you don't pay. For, but like, I want to give you money. Yeah, they don't even have the option to buy a full length. Right. That's just like I want to give you money. Put your stuff up. Yeah, yeah, like I've heard a bunch of their shit, but it all had to be through fucking like live videos that weren't easy to find either. <laughs> like. I get it, man. You guys are fucking metal as shit. Put some fucking shit on Bandcamp, goddammit. I will say, uh, if you're going to look for Buckshot Faceoff, your best bet is Bandcamp. Because sometimes, at least finding some of the like the the newer stuff uh, on YouTube is not easy. Right. Yeah, I mean... You know, even Garland Green's got a track up on Bandcamp until... So there, I talked to Tommy. Um, he he gave me you know a very hush hush uh, estimation. They're they're mastering, and within maybe five six weeks they should have their album or EP drop. That's awesome, man. I mm-hmm. I've seen them twice now. I've really enjoyed what the fuck they do. So it'd be cool to be able to actually like sit down with it. Yes. Yes, and uh. I felt particularly that when we saw them on Friday, the, uh, you know, it's a hall show, so you get what you get. Um, but I didn't get enough vocals. So I, I, you know, it's, I'm excited to hear it when you're dealing with like those PAs. Oh, I know. I know. I wasn't about to start critique. You know, I I was had half a mind to run on up to see if they even had the option to boost the vocals, but I was like, nope. You just kicked the sound guy out like, yeah, you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, I don't even know. If they're, uh, yeah, I don't know. But I mean, like, I yeah, there's, there's, there's plenty of downsides to hall shows. Um, but I, I love it still. Like, as much oh. as I'm, I'm much more cautious at a hall show than I am, at, like, say, in Philly. Because mm-hmm. it's, you, you just gotta, you have to be. There, people are a little more reckless. There's fewer, you know, there's no one really looking out to make sure shit doesn't go fucking haywire. So, like, but there's something about it that just feels, to me, a little bit more like the hardcore scene still. Right. You know, there's that element of fucking, like, I, I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen here. You know, within the first ten minutes of being in there, someone was in the fucking pit with a push broom. <laughs> uh, literally sweeping the floor as they moshed. So like, it was funny. Yeah, it was fucking great, man. And it was it was cool to see them in that environment. Um, 
I'm 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 bummed we didn't see like Iron Price. Yeah, uh, I know. That that would have been really cool at a Hall show. I don't know, you know. They're 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 gaining a bit of momentum, so like I don't know that that that'll happen again. Right. They'll definitely be playing smaller venues in Philly, but um Yeah, man, that was that was cool shit. And I'm looking forward to hearing Garland Green, you know, on record. Absolutely. And like we commented when we were there, it's great to see the miniature hardcore kids. Oh, all the babies. Yeah. I, that makes me so happy. Me too. <laughs> I, I'm so happy when I see like 14, 15 year old kids fucking moshing their faces off and Hating being completely life. ridiculous. Yeah. But like, I love it. Yeah, man. Like, do it. That's what the fuck. That's what we need. As I said, when you were talking about hall shirts, that just instantly makes me think of Ghoul Stock. Yeah, um, I mean, it was small. It was a small venue, uh, maybe half the size, maybe. Mm-hmm. Cool stock was a good thing, but apparently I found out recently that that just happens. Like, that happened everywhere. Like, yeah. kids no, that, that in other sense. towns. Um, it does make sense. But I, God, thought, those shows I thought we had so something special. <laughs> it was. Um, For our that's area. That's cool thing about it, man, is that's that, like, it, it is special to each and every area, and there's differences to all of it. I mean, like... When the hardcore scene started out, that's what the fuck it was. There's a big difference between the D.C. scene and the L.A. scene and the fucking New York True, and Boston fair. and Northern California. Um, to me, uh, sorry to tell you, like, Ghoulstock was special because it also had, like, funny sketch videos and, like, yeah, there was just so much. Yeah, and I mean that—that's what's awesome, and I love seeing the the still like more localized shit happening. Um, yeah, I don't know. Beer's hitting me. It's a—it's it's a heavy, beer. dude. I'm like I'm that one. So, if y'all slept on September 30th, you fucked up. Oh my god, there's so many releases. I'm still. Let me knock out the one that isn't yeah. metal. Um, Tycho. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's long... who we were listening to on the way, right? Yeah. Yeah, that was Wait, cool. What did you say? Tycho. Not the Asian drum style, but... For a split second, I thought you said type O. Nope. And I was like, I was like, no, that's not possible. Like, like Tycho cars? Tycho's... Anyway, um, it's a... it, it started out as a guy doing laptop music okay but it was it's cool that it's maintained its identity um he started working about seven or eight years ago maybe longer Mm -hmm. i'm not exact on the dates but when epoch released on the 30th i got up that day i (laughs) went to work i'm like shit I love Tycho. I listen to it multiple times a week. Just, it's, yeah, it kind of became, it's something that grew. Mm-hmm. I love it now. It's really simple, like minimalistic, like downbeat, chills type stuff. Um, but I woke up, I checked Bandcamp, and it's like, holy shit, they have a new album. Check the date, read about it. Oh my God, it released today. <laughs> I am a lucky boy. Very nice. Like, <laughs> By and the thus sh- started the band camp splurge. Nah, nah, it was days before. But that 
so I was maintaining my band camp, just kind of just perusing. Like, yes. <laughs> Bye. Threw my money. Threw a little comment down, like, you know, I've been listening almost as long as you've been writing. Shit's amazing. I'm happy to contribute now because, like, I was getting the music on Kazaa. <laughs> like, my cousin was like, hey, you might like this stuff. It's like somebody I knew through somebody else. So, yeah, I ended up liking it a lot. And it became a band. Um, now he incorporates guitar, drums, all like real drums and guitar and shit. And it blends very well. Um, and the final album dropped. And it's been this like working thought. Um, the first album is called wake I'm just gonna fact check this there's there's a really fat cat and it wandering around it does not give a shit with, about anything with a we back do. spike the ultra fat I think Tiki might be my favorite of your cats <laughs> she's just so ridiculous and you touch her and she yells. I really miss when we lived together, just waking up, seeing her looking out at like the a stormy day, like, hmm. and then commenting like, "Tis a fine day for doom." <laughs> 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 That's how I imagine Tiki's thoughts. So it has been about ten years. I think I've been following it about that ten years. Uh, the oh. first album passed his you prologue. You liked it first. Hipster as fuck. I mean, yeah, dude, you, you, you definitely got that, that card on this show. I'm you're, not gonna you're, fight you're it. Certainly, you're certainly our hipster. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay because Ron listens to Fallout Boys, so you're good. I'll argue that later. <laughs> I'll let the audience have their fun. So, the three... (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Fuck you, Frank. So... So Not just a toe Nazi, but also a comment Nazi and... (laughs) (sighs) He's just a Nazi. Yeah. Fewer Mike. (laughs) Told you I prefer Emperor. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it was it Fuhrer. I don't even remember. I'd have to go back and listen. Why don't you go Supreme Leader? Kaiser. Yeah. I hope everyone heard that. On the show? Yeah. Yeah, we live in an apartment complex and. Your thuggalicious neighbors. Thuggalicious. Yeah. Rolling by. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Bla- blasting our clicks and whistles. I was just going to repeat to. Oh my god. No, wow. Now I feel way more comfortable about what I was going to say, but I'm still not going to say, holy shit. They're clicks and whistles. What's what's wrong with that? Never mind. It depends on what you're referring to, whether it's the music or the way that they talk. I was was talking about the music. Oh, do you you realize how horrible that sounded? (laughs) (laughs) I was was going with an Aqua Teen reference of... See, you you need a comment, Nazi. Seriously, because people will mistake what I'm saying. Uh, 
to clarify, in an episode of Aquatine Hunger Force, when Farlock was like, are you listening to these songs? And she goes, I don't know. I'll listen to rap. It's just a bunch of clicks and whistles to me. <laughs> so. Oh, man. Whoops. Holy shit. <laughs> anyway. See, I. Whoops. It's You're... okay. You're yeah. good. You've clarified. We're <laughs> It's, it's all good. It's not like you got up on stage and screamed white fucking power and then tried to say it was a joke about, about white, white wine. wine. Fuck you, Phil Anselmo. Yeah. And hateful chat guy. <laughs> Comment guy. He got owned by that weird British magician. Children's magician. The children's magician. <laughs> Who fucking. very eloquently put him <laughs> in his place. Yeah, well, you fucking... That was a smackdown. Uh, holy fuck. I think we talked about that on an earlier episode. So if anyone's curious what the fuck we're talking about, check out our YouTube videos and then listen through all of the episodes because I won't tell you which one it was. Ha ha! I, I couldn't if guess. I wanted to. Well, the YouTube video, yes, but I don't know about the, the podcast. Mm-hmm. That came up kind of randomly. Did we even talk about? Was that on the podcast we talked about that? No, that was that was video. No, no, I know the the Phil Anselmo thing, yes. But then we were talking about the guy who left it. Yeah, we did talk about it on the podcast because I told him on mic to go fuck himself. <laughs> That's right. Anyway, uh, we got really off track there. Yes, we did. Um, with that was just with me listening to Buckshot Facelift. Yes. Well, Mike was talking about Tycho. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We did get yep. Yeah. So on to on to the metal. Yeah, I had the audacity of <laughs> enjoying that I've followed them their career. Yeah. So no, I mean that's cool. no, you knew about them first. It's okay. <laughs> now it's legit cool when you've been following someone since they were like nobodies and seeing them actually get yeah. like attention. You know what I hate though? Now when you say that. That's that automatic response of Vulcan hipster. And you're like, no, like. Hence my position. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just like sometimes you're just like, no, dude, I was just fucking lucky. I just yeah. happened to stumble across them at this show. Like they were opening for someone much bigger at the time. You probably would have called me a poser for seeing that show. Or in certain situations, open. like you find a band and really dig what they're doing, and then they drastically change, and all these people say, I'm fans of this. And you're like, but. Oh, yeah, you don't like even know what you're death. talking about. What's that? I said, oh, yeah, like Murder by Death. Yeah. Remember when they didn't suck? Yeah. <laughs> because it was like... Dude, their, their first two albums were... First three. I, Invoke Al Lupo is still really good. I didn't love it like I did. What was I the devil? I think you need to give it more time. The Western-themed devil album. I just <clears throat> that blasted. The one that they used that fucking... They used that song for a fucking movie trailer. They did? Which one? Yeah, the... Ah, fucking, was it like a documentary? It no, no, it was a fucking. It was a big time movie. Yeah, yeah, it was a. It was, was a, a dumb good... piece of shit song. <laughs> that was like, a good album. Yeah, no, I love. Well, what's funny is like their first album had almost none of that like western style, like folky shit. No, it was, it was very, like it spacey, was super fucking indie. Yeah, yeah, uh, the intergalactic, something to do with having babies. <laughs> Jesus. It was a real weird title, but it was like a nine-minute song, and it had the sweet piano riff done by like some young fucking kid, or at least the video I saw of them at Hellfest. 
from like 2003, 2002. I'm going to have to look into this Intergalactic later. Menopause, um, maybe. But yeah, I mean, there that was just their their keyboard player at the time. He left after Who Will Survive and What Will Be Left of Them, and it was a big change to their sound. Yeah. But anyway, that's totally not metal. Uh, it's real good though. Yeah, it is. It is really cool. Check out the. I'm sure everyone's heard of them. At but this that's point. exactly my point. Is people come up and be like, oh, oh, oh. or um, um, Me Without You. Mm. First two Me Without You out three even i just fucking love the shit out of and they're so very different and i want to say i feel like they are a hipster act now because mm-hmm. it's like this folky hippie i don't know it's just the lyricism isn't on point anymore it's just i listen to them for their just winding lyrics and it's very different now but anyway yeah on that what metal have you been listening to this week? Because I'm assuming you have some metal. Well, I kind of wanted to come back and talk about the Every Time I Die album again because yes. I gave it a very lackluster review last week and said it's more of the same, which it is very much not. Okay. Yeah, I, I, you know what? Um, I'll give you, I'll give you this fucking support on it because I'm on camera talking about how I gave them another chance and still didn't like them. Mm-hmm. That was during a Brutal Brood segment. It was. That threw me off guard that day. I know. I did that intentionally. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm a... I'm a I'm, Fuck boy as, as much here. as As much as we <laughs> call Mike the hipster, I'm, I'm very hateful when it comes to music. I spew bile all over everything. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> but I actually like this shit. I actually like this shit. For all of the time that I couldn't stand them, I really like this shit. I like it all. So from my perspective, this is maybe their, this is the Tommy's right. Tommy from Garland said, this is their best shit from hot since hot damn. And we grew up our, I feel like everybody in Triton loved hot damn. Mm. This album might be better. This album is just going in all the directions that I they're good at. Is that what you were? Were you a Triton kid? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Both of us are. Ah, no shit. Yeah. Okay. Hence. It's actually you. He is too. Nope. Keith, Tom, all of us. Yeah. <laughs> Nessa, yeah. Nessa. We try high. I never went to trade. Where did you come from? Ronnie. How have you been in my life forever? <laughs> <laughs> Not my who, choice. Who let you in? Um, no, you actually, um, <laughs> it wasn't until I was uh, living. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't until I started living with you that I even really listen to I'll concede like when you actually like specified what you didn't like that in my opinion got cleared up after a few albums and they've been going down this road it just got mastered finally like this album has got bluesy sing-songy stuff it's got experimental bits it's got tight like southern rock riffs mm-hmm. I just I really like it so far even when they did the shit that I didn't like it was so minimal, and the rest of it was so good that I found it forgivable. Uh, even, like, acceptable. Like, okay, yeah, I can see where that fits in there. Even if it's something I'm not a fan of, it works. Um, yeah, I've been... I was thoroughly impressed. And at this point, I mean, you played, like, the first four or five songs for me before. 
this time around you started on like the seventh or eighth song yeah. so at this point i've heard a good majority of the album and we got to hear that line that i just immediately fell in love with yeah i mean it, yeah 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 why don't you let people know what that is instead of leaving them in the dark so it's it goes along my flower in your barrel hasn't stopped the slaughter yet so in one line it just underlines everything that's happening right now and also makes reference to a historical event yeah it really it hits the nail on the head for something that i've been saying to people for fucking years like i'm all about the the fucking peaceful protest but where the fuck has it gotten anything right right and that's i mean i've talked about that a lot with erica my you know my buddy at work Mm -hmm. josh and eric podcast check it out um it's I will never, ever, let me just start off before I start saying some dumb shit like Frank, condone any of the violence that's happened in retaliation to the cops. But, I'm not fucking surprised. No, I mean, I, I'm not really trying to go too far down this we discussion. We don't have to. Yeah. Um, Jay, well, it's it's not that, I mean, you and I, we can discuss this off the mic all night. I'm fairly certain we stand on fairly similar levels with it. Mm-hmm. Um... But yeah, man, I don't even think that's like, I don't think that's a hot take. I don't think that's a really so much even an, an opinion. It's a matter of understanding shit and seeing like, oh yeah, this was going to happen. You know, there's right. there's nothing like, I don't know. Like um, we're, you know, obviously not agreeing with no, the actions no, taken. No, 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 not by any means. I don't think, you know. We're not a violence should ever be right. Uh, what we turn to, uh, cer- certainly not the taking of 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 innocent lives. But um, I, you know, it's all like you said. It's not shocking, and it's a shame. Right. So, but anyway, uh, yeah. Back to every time I die. Um. Anything else on it? Nah, I'm just, it needs to be said. I mean, it's definitely not more of the same. No, it's not. It, it's It's got my backing. Which, <laughs> so. from someone who shockingly um, smashed it when we were doing a Brutal Bruise when we did video. I didn't. I maintain that opinion. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I'm I'm showing that some, you're on board because I don't album. I don't I don't do that very often either. I'm not the type to give bands second, third, fourth, uh, fifth. How many albums is this? Eight. Eight. Yeah, I'm not usually. I'm not confident you've listened to all eight, but even if it's like have four, I have I sat down and listened through all eight? I uh, no, no, I haven't. You're you're absolutely correct. Have I heard a lot of it just by by um, virtue of the people that I've hung around? Yeah, even do as I, recent as like the last album. Mm, I don't know about that because I don't. Okay. I don't. I'm think. just curious. I'm just more curious. But I mean, this one was enough to sway me. I'll go back and check some stuff out. I mean, up to the don't album. force yourself. If you like this album at all, I'm happy with that. Oh no, listen, <laughs> I count that, I count that <laughs> as a big old V. If you if you think there's more of it that maybe I haven't heard that I should, I'll check that the fuck out. I but, do. You know. Um. Word. Anything else? My cat's trying to live in the lamp. <laughs> the <laughs> ceiling lamp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Go for it. 
jump, you jump, wanna, jump, You want to take the wheel on another September 30th release? Suicidal Tendencies? Suicidal Tendencies. How about that? Yeah. Uh, so you heard a couple tracks earlier. Yes, which when you mentioned, you're like, oh, this is completely like brand new. Brand fucking new came out on the 30th. Jesus. Uh, so here's the deal. I knew it was happening. I hadn't talked about it. I was kind of just ignoring it. I mean, I knew I was going to listen to it, but I was so afraid of what I was going to hear that I was just like, hey, I'm just going to pretend it's not happening until it does. And then I'm flipping through uh, flipping through Toilet of Hell because I, I, at the very least, have to check every Tuesday because mm-hmm. that's when they, they talk about all the new releases. And I flip through, and it's funny because the way I do it, is normally I'll first flip through and I'll look for I look at the at the genre tags they put at the end. Okay. Because I trust them on that, and I look through and I'll the first thing I do is I write down everything thrash, and I see <laughs> if I can find it. And um, I'm looking, I'm looking, and I see crossover, and I'm like, oh, I don't see that too often. And I look to the left, I'm like, holy shit, the new suicidal tendencies is out. So I grabbed it immediately. And I was in class at the time, and I'm walking back to my car, and I'm anxious the whole fucking time, because I'm like, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, I'm going to listen to this. And I threw it on, and right off the bat, it starts off with straight-up fucking thrash drumming and riffs, and the fucking, it's got a Suicidal Tendencies bass line, Mm -hmm. which is a huge part of their sound. Um... Look, is it is it anything fucking groundbreaking now? Uh, and there are certainly, um, you know, as he refers to himself, Psycho Mike has never exactly been the world's greatest wordsmith. You know, there's there's <laughs> cliches and there's a few cheesy moments lyrically, but it's okay because that's what the fuck suicidal tendencies has always been. Um. He sounds great. He was one of my biggest concerns because I remember when they they did those re-recordings of a lot of their old songs. I, just, eh, I, I ain't hate it, but I love it either. It's just like I don't know how he's gonna sound. He sounds fucking great. Um, it sounds like a fucking suicidal tendencies album. You know, if you're not a fan, you're probably not going to be a fan of this. But if you like Suicidal Tendencies, I don't think you're going to be disappointed um, at what they're doing, you know, 30-some years into their career. Uh, Yeah, it's, you know, I listened to the whole thing start to finish. Um, Moments. There are moments that I wasn't necessarily thrilled with. Yeah. <clears throat> but um, I can say the same shit about their early shit that's like, you know, really fucking revered. So I can say that about any album. I Moments? don't know about any album. Moments. I guess I'm. We just. just I guess I'm about, just a lot pickier. Than we just you guys. talked about Terminal Redux earlier. I mean. Yeah. There, there's not a moment on that. Please, album please that. come back next week with a moment that you don't like on Terminal Redux. You don't want me to do that. I. There's albums no, that I've there's albums that I find per, like perfect like uh, Circus Survive that I'll find something in like a moment in that album that I don't you know, prefer. Uh, remember we did uh, Amorphous for uh, Brutal Brutal? Oh fuck oh, that yeah, shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh, piss he, me off so he gets, much. He gets mad at someone's like they shouldn't have slowed down the tempo. No, you don't disagree with that. On that moment, 
I don't know. It still works. I love that's my favorite song on the album. It is such a boner kill for me. It's not though. For me. For you maybe. Well, that's what I'm saying. For me particularly. Whatever. But uh <laughs> What song are you talking about? Oh, I'm talking about uh, the sky is mine. Right. Uh, okay. That, yeah, dude. That is still to that, me the best tapping. That verse is uh, or the best use of delay, I should say. Uh That verse is amazing. That chorus just I hate. I know you do. Fiery hate. I don't. But I'm I guess I'm more objective. Like, I'll still listen to the song. I just, I'll tune out those bits. <laughs> I mean, it's cool. If Fuck you, about if it. If you can find shit. I'm still open-minded to it. If you can find shit on, on Terminal Redux <laughs> that you don't like, well, I mean, it's all right to have a shitty taste. But, <laughs> um, Oversensitive palate. What do you want? <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like the fucking crybabies I know who are like, I'm a super taster. I can't eat vegetables. They all taste bitter. But I still eat them. Vegetables are so good. Vegetables. I never thought I would ever say that phrase. <laughs> God damn, are vegetables good? <laughs> yes. Like yeah. especially mushrooms. Like. Oh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta strong disagree on that one. But weird. Like no, I can't I, stand them. I love them. Fucking love weird, them. right? Everyone thinks it's weird. They taste gnarly, but it. That's a gnarly I like. No, no, no. If you put that gnarly with some peppers... No, like, I love mushrooms. That doesn't do it for me. Oh, I love it. Anyway, uh, let's not go into food discussion. <laughs> um, so yeah, New Suicidal Tendencies, World Gone Mad, brand new, 2016. Solid shit. Um, I'm much happier with that than I've been with the recent releases from a lot of their peers. So, <laughs> that's cool. Um, I also finally listened through the new Trap Them album. Oh, that was cool. Oh, you, you showed us that. Playing that, yeah. That was fucking yeah. Heavy. Is that Crown the, Feral? Um, is that the shirt that everybody has on it, like hardcore shows? Uh, or is that probably. Trapped Under Ice? Oh no, you're thinking Trapped Under Ice. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, yeah, Trap Them new album, much thrashier than I expected from them, which is kind of cool. Um, I think it is a, I don't want to say a change for them, but I do feel like they, um, they definitely bring something a little different with every album. So that's cool shit. It took me forever to finally get around to listening to it. It's constant new releases, constant lately. Uh, I, I will say, um... I guess we'll call this a, a mic gripe. Um, the one song started off with just fucking pounding double bass. And I was like, oh, yeah. And don't get me wrong. The rest of the song was still fucking good drive. But there's part of me that's like, I wish they just pounded the double bass the whole yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, they come from a very mathcore background. So they like to do a lot of switching up with that sort of shit. Which I was, which is what kind of surprised. The reason I say this album's a little thrashier is because there's less of that, and it's a little more mm. aggressive. Like there are straight up fucking circle pit beats in there. Yeah. Um, which is cool shit. They do it really fucking well. So, I'm not upset about that. Um. Yeah, I mean, if it, have had you listened to them prior to that? No. I I would really strongly That's suggest going back on to my list. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you'd really fucking enjoy them. Um, 
Anytime I hear a band open up like a track with just double bass fucking blasting, I'm like, mm, well, I'm sold. Like, yeah, man. There's uh, something about that that is. It's not worrying about like some crazy timing or something like that. Just, I'm gonna fucking blast your face in with this rhythm. Like, sold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was cool, and uh, I mean, there were so many albums I wanted to get to this week. I've got like nine more albums on my phone that I'm trying to listen to before tomorrow when I'm gonna have to fucking grab more. <laughs> Sometime soon, uh, I know this month, Mashuga should be dropping their. Uh... Oh shit! That's yeah. right. Yeah. November is the the concert too. Uh, yeah, oh, fuck, I got my so ticket for that. Many things coming up. Um, yeah, I don't, we got I, um, we got the thrash show in on the eighteenth. Yeah, <coughs> yeah, Toxic Holocaust, Noisem, and a couple other bands. Um, yeah, yeah, a bunch of good shit coming up. But uh, the 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 other album that I got around to listening to was Kodama by uh, Alcest. Yeah. I think is how you say it. It's A L C E S T. They're French, so I don't whatever. Um, really cool though. Kind of uh, a little bit of a post rock feel. Uh, a little bit of ambient metal. Uh, solid shit. Solid shit. Long songs. I mean, the mm-hmm. the opener is nine minutes. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. But it yeah, really oh good. yeah, I knew it would be right up your alley. Go back in their discography. Okay, I think you'd really enjoy them. Because um, there were like as much as I really like this album, and I think there are moments that are more aggressive on it than some of their previous work. So that's cool. But um, like as a whole, I did feel it was. I don't want to say watered down because that makes it sound bad, and it's not. There's just, uh, I felt there was slightly less experimentation on this one okay, than some of their previous work, but it's still a great fucking album. Cool listen to, uh, especially if you're looking for something a little like, if, if you're trying to chill a little bit, go with this shit. Um, good album. Kodama, Alcest. Uh, that's... That was the majority of my listening. How about you? We started with me. um, Oh, we did. With Buckshot Facelift. That's right, Um, that's right. I will comment on a few things. A, uh, say, opener being, what, like nine minutes long? Yeah. Uh, Typo Negative, their first album, their uh, opening track is like nine or ten minutes long. And as I said, like, doing that, I think the recording company was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, that's not how you, as a uh, opening band, that's not how you start things off. Right. <clears throat> but they decided, fuck yeah, it but anyway. Who's telling Pete Steele anything? Yeah, that, that man was a genius. Yeah, sadly conflicted like a genius. Yeah, um, something I want to add on, uh, every week I check, uh, Unleash the Ar- Archer's Facebook, hoping that I'm getting a, uh, a new album soon, 
to talk about. Um, See, I, I, I pressed, I, I sent psychic energy against Mirka and she dropped Mausoleum. See? I'm, it works. Dude, I want, I want Unleash the Archers <coughs> to come around again. Like, I need to see them. I'm blessed in Cult Leader. So you handle Unleash the Archers. Like, I'll squeeze need, another one out of Cult Leader. I need to see them again. And <laughs> I am crossing my fingers that I can see them the way we saw them uh, in Allentown, which so, I since, highly doubt, since, but... Since we're doing this whole, like, hey, band put out another album, um, Shy Halud, we're all waiting on the fucking full-length follow-up to Just Can't Hate Enough, so... Word. Like, Come on, guys. If Matt if, Fox, I know you ain't doing shit. You live right in Blackwood. What are you doing? <laughs> Make if, an album. If I could see Unleash the Archers like that again, that... Seeing them... As an intimate setting, as we we did. we saw them the same way we should have probably we should we should probably went to like Wawa and came back and saw Iron Price in the same setting. I would have been one hundred and ten percent okay with that, but you know, yeah. foresight like, is or hindsight is twenty twenty. That show was insane that we got to see them like that. Uh, yeah, no, I like, totally agree. We're never gonna like in other pl- in Canada and maybe other parts of the U.S. They were playing full stages. Yes, like, and, but they were so fucking determined that they're like in days off. They're like looking for gigs, like, gigs, yeah. yeah, that they could play. And it was the best. Oh my god! Like, yeah, I <laughs> I lost my my voice was a little messed up that night, and so to, to, well, uh, what were you gonna say? Um, why did what were you gonna say? I was gonna say uh, kind of related to that, mm-hmm. a band that. We talked about um, long, long ago on the YouTube show, uh, <laughs> Royal Thunder. Yeah. Yeah. I was supposed to see them at Kung Fu Necktie. Holy shit. They had to back out because she had been putting so much stress on her vocals, uh, which I totally understood. It was like, you know, I can't be mad at you for that. But at the same time, I was like... With the way they sound, they're never going to play a venue that small again. So, kind of a bummer. See, but, uh, vocals, I mean, God, we saw Unleash the Archers fucking... Hey, she has like a four-octave range. Like, I mean, it's the same thing with um, with the singer from, from Royal Thunder. She's insane. And like, we were... Oh my God, that... How many people were at that show? Like, oh man, not fifty. Def, not even like people in standing up with us, like maybe fifteen. That's what I'm saying. Like that was a insanely uh, intense show. Oh yeah, show. they that, pl- they played that show to play that show. They made they right. yes, like. <laughs> and Side were, note: that rogue when it gets warmer, you taste the booziness. <laughs> yes, you do. I believe that. Um, but no, like that. And afterwards, when they got done performing, they were just hanging out, drinking beers with everyone that was there in the crowd. Like that is yeah the coolest shit. I love when that happens. And we we both girled super hard. Oh like, my god. Well, okay, maybe that's imp- inappropriate. We chicken the fuck out. Yeah. Oh, dude, I. I well, no, fucking... I. Yeah, I'm sitting there buying my shirt from the the vocalist, just like. Oh my God, you're amazing! I'm gl- in retrospect, I'm glad we didn't go up and say, "Hey, we do a show and a podcast." And- oh, dude, you fuck it. Look, I, I, when, when, um, 
when I was uh, helping Matt at This Is Hardcore 2015, when he had a merch table for Hardcore Kids Corner, mm-hmm. uh, where we were sitting, because the way it works, they have like the, the big tents that go down, and there's tables on each side. So behind us and to the left one was Harm's Way. And um, they played their set. No, they played later. But I'm sitting there, and at one point, I turn to my left, and there's the singer from Harm's Way. And uh, my friend Matt starts talking to him, trying to land an interview, all this and that. Uh, So I turn, and at one point, I was like, yo, I got a fanboy out for a second. And he's like, okay. And I was like, dude, you guys are fucking awesome. Rust was incredible. Like, it was a total fucking change. You did something really fucking inventive, like... Please keep fucking making music because I will buy all of it. And he's just like, oh, okay. Cool, man. Like, I think <laughs> it made him uncomfortable. But I was like, dude, I don't even care. You're so fucking cool. Like, your band is so fucking cool. <laughs> oh. So, Oathbreaker. Oathbreaker? Amazing. Were you liking that? I, I am. Um,. Funny enough, uh, when I was on the way to the uh, Renaissance Fair, my uh, my one friend Drew, he he's liked some metal, but like it's not his main thing. He works with a uh, uh, he has a coworker that is usually into more stuff that tends to verge on black metal. So when we were driving the train, he's like, "Oh, have you ever heard of a, a band called Oathbreaker?" And I was like, "Yes, yes, I have." <laughs> Um, this album is different than the one that we were more familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't put my finger on how yet. The vocals, I think uh, there's more instances of clean vocals and they are very inventive, mm-hmm. like Bjorky. Okay. I don't know if you guys heard any of that, but definitely in my opinion, Bjorky like with the i've heard bjork's entire discography me too um, i mean i'm, I'm a I big count big and fan i agree wholeheartedly awesome bjork <laughs> is uh when i went camping with a, a group of friends that's a big uh camp oh it's, it's only referential because of how accurate it is um but i like it because it blends with the blackened elements mm-hmm. and the metal, the general metal um, instrumentation, very well. Um, there was, a st- <laughs> I was list- I was trying to like familiarize myself with it uh, at work. I was driving back from Wawa, and I'm just driving. So I'm just, you know, it's finally getting a little sunny out, and she started clean singing about clawing eyes out so that they can't see mm-hmm. and it was like that duality of the harsh subject matter with the harsh instrumentation with the prettier vocals yes it was real cool but i was like it was creepy too <clears throat> so if you're a fan of blackened <laughs> if you like Mirker. Yeah. Yeah, if you like Mirker, that's that's pretty it's pretty good. 
if you don't like Mia Curry, you, sh- you should also give that a try. Just in general. Well, if you haven't heard it, if you don't like it, you don't like it. You know. I'm oh yeah, gonna... no, sure. But um, yeah, no, I mean that that's the the closest related thing I can really think of as far as like her style of doing clean vocals over like a, a mostly black metal background and um, yeah, I I could definitely see listening to those two back to back. I plan to, as soon as I can afford <laughs> to buy that new out. Al- well, honestly, I need to pick up both the Earthbreaker albums and the second Mirker album, and then I could listen to all four of them. <laughs> <laughs> all four. Yeah. Um, Deftones, set to release a beer. What? Really? Phantom Bride IPA. Of course it's an IPA. I it's a I, thing. I feel like they shouldn't be an IPA band. I feel no. like they should be something darker. Yeah. Something darker, something like a I, I feel like I feel like Deftones is a good porter band. Okay. Not quite a stout. But a porter. I can see that. A porter with something funky. Like like, like a peppers. That would be cool. Or like uh, a mildly hopped uh, fucking porter with, uh, I don't know, fucking hints of cinnamon or some weird shit like that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like they should be more inventive than a fucking IPA because their music certainly is. Yes. Even that. Although, who knows? Maybe it'll be a fucking, maybe it'll be a totally weird IPA. That'd be nice. That'd be cool. Um I hope Yeah, does it does it say it when who the the brewer is? Whether or not we'll be able to find it in Jersey in the America for that matter? I mean, they're not Metallica. I think they'll they'll release their shit here. Or Slayer. Just give me a few seconds keep yeah. juggling. Yeah, that's cool. Up. Uh yeah, Metallica, fuck you for not giving us your shitty fucking Budweiser beer <laughs> so that we, that we could shoot. shoot it on camera. I even found a perfect place. A friend of mine had a shooting range lined up. We had fucking shotguns and rifles. Import it. We got to import it. Get, you want to look into it? Kind of. You're, you're a little better with this shit than I am. If um, you want to look into getting it here. Cause if you let me know when you want to split the cost, if we can get a whole case of it, and just, I have a coworker that had, I have a roommate that has things that we can use to. If we can get a whole case of it, that's thirty things we can do to it. Oh man, subjected to a KSG twelve. I wanna, I wanna shoot that beer. Yeah. I wanna shoot it. I wanna literally shotgun it. Yeah, I, I wanna take a gun. And 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 shoot it. I, I want to blow this beer up. Yeah. Uh, Metallica, you fucking assholes. We fucking made you who you are in the States, and you only release your shit in Canada because you're too big of a pussy to put it out over here for us to shoot on camera. Wait, That's right. You, no, Metallica's no, no, no. afraid of us. Why are they releasing a American beer in Canada when most other countries view, like, especially Budweiser as, like, Horseshit. Yeah, because right. it is. I got the facts. Yeah, here we go. So fingers crossed. 
They are going to be teaming up with San Diego Belching Beaver Brewery. Uh, that's not, not aware, but that's like a look. Uh, so that's going to be hard to get. Yeah. Phantom Bride is named after a recent single. It is described as a hoppy West Coast styled India pale ale loaded oh. up with mosaic, Amarillo, Simcoe, and Citra hops. So it's so it's a West Coast IPA <laughs> yeah. with West Coast hops. Yeah, I was gonna say, so you heard Simcoe hops, like, oh really? Oh, you're, oh, you're 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 making an IPA with IPA hops. <laughs> How about that? So <laughs> according to Lamgoat, the beer is already available in Washington, Oregon, Nevada, Hawaii, and Cali. Today, the beer will be sold at craft beer shops, including Bevmo, starting October 3rd, and in draft and 22-ounce bottles. So we won't be getting it, but I'm also not that disappointed, because it sounds boring. Yeah. I'm uh, sorry, Deftones. I love you. Not a... That sounds really boring. Yeah. As far as not boring beers... It's a safe... Know... Ch- it's a safe... Yeah. Um, I meant to say, when we were talking about Rogue's, uh, their oddness... Have you had their sriracha stout? No. Um, is that news? What the fuck? Ah, ah! You know these guys are from West Effort, right? Oh, for real? Yeah. Wait, who is it? Fight Amp. Who? Fight Amp. Oh, Fight Amp. Fight Amp. Fight Amputation. No shit. Fight Amp is announcing one last tour before an indefinite hiatus. Uh, and I completely agree with. Metal injection when they said, ah, 2016, you son of a bitch. <laughs> um, they were good. Yeah. I love Fight Amp. That last album was incredible. Fuck. They were kind of like Ken Mode, right? They 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 did that record release with Ken Mode. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, November shows will be our last. No, 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 no. When are they? When are they? I don't care about anything else. 11 11 that's soon jesus fuck at kung fu necktie all right well i know what i'm doing on the 11th ah because i'm not missing the last fight amp show in philly fuck dude i'll probably have to join i have to see when the mishuga show is ah it's such a fucking bummer you want to get them primed on uh vargan euronymous I'd, or do you just not care? Not really. It's fucking Varg saying some <laughs> dumb shit. That's what he does. He says dumb shit. <laughs> you know, at one point, he's like, well, I was never really a black metal. I was always more, uh... You're like, shut the fuck up. Like... All right, Count wow, Grishnak. He, looked, he you, looks you mil- clearly yeah. weren't black metal. He yeah. looks militant. Uh, yeah. Ooh, uh, oh, yeah, he is militant. Jesus. Yeah. Anyone yeah. not Norwegian, he could give a shit about. Yeah, no, he's super militant. Yep. He's a real f- fucking... He's a real fuck boy. Yeah, dude. <laughs> you have no idea. Like, yeah. I'm willing to bet he's a giant pussy without all his fucking... You know how... Shit. In, you know how in, like, this country, we have those people that are like, fucking immigrants? That's what he's like. Gotcha. Pretty much, yeah. I never really thought about it that way, but you're right. He's like a fucking Norwegian redneck asshole. Right. Immigrants are the cause of our problems. Yeah, fuck that douchebag. I'll even say it because I've never been a fan. I've never been a supporter. Fuck Burzum. Yeah. Fuck him. Fuck him. We already had Bathory. 
the fuck do we need you for? You suck ass. <laughs> yeah. Dark Throne's way better. Dark Throne is way better. Emperor's way fucking better. Emperor's way fucking better. Yeah. Now that I can weigh in on you, this. You can weigh in. You're, you're getting there. You are listen to Burrs and you're going to go, oh, that's a... Uh... Mm, it's pretty bad. That shit Frank likes. It's pretty no, bad, and no, it's not even. It's, no, not even. <clears throat> I got on board with birds. It's pretty things. bad, and it's not even inventive, even for the time. Like what? All that made Burzum Burzum was his actions. Yeah, gotcha. It's not like Mayhem, where it was a mixture of the two, and I mean Mayhem is fucking awesome, legitimately. I still say reading that like letter that they photographed, where it was like. I forget who was writing the letter, and they were like, yeah, you know, so we decided to take... We wanted to take the arm, but knew the police would question where the arm went. So instead, we took fragments of the skull to make necklaces. Well, everyone in soon-to-be X, I forget what band member it was, who was being a pussy about it. Gordimer Khan. <laughs> yeah, uh, where it is, Marduk has one of the necklaces made out of those skull fragments. That's intense. Yeah. Which makes sense. Marduk would be one of the bands to have it. Yeah. Crab walk forever. <laughs> <laughs> There's a... Did few, you ever watch... few things make me laugh immediately. Did you watch uh, Deathgasm? Not yet. Fuck, I have it on my, on my fucking There's um, Netflix There's a queue. very specific scene where he... Him and his friends are shooting a music video. So they're in like black metal corpse paint and they're just like headbanging with and like playing with like no sound. It, like, I don't know, I feel fucking stupid. And it's like, nah, it looks good. But then like the girl that he thinks is like cute at school like sees him and he's still in his black metal paint. It's like, oh, would you want to get ice cream? It's like, yeah. So there he is sitting with her in his black metal <laughs> corpse paint. Yeah, eating ice I need cream to with watch her. His like, shit. What before we stop this bus? What was the name of that unsettling Japanese cannibal? Uh, you say Sagawa. If you just look up the Japanese cannibal, you'll find him. Vice did a really. I have to. It is a really good fucking interview slash documentary piece with him. It's like a thirty-minute-long video, and um. It got so much. I had never watched through the whole thing. I knew a little bit about this guy. I didn't know about the weird porno and all this other what shit. What the fuck? Oh, dude, you have no idea, dude. You, yo, I'll real do life. Some like real life cannibal Real life horror shit? story. No, it's a lot more depraved. It's oh, it's fucking batshit, and it really lends to someone who wants to say that uh, Japanese people are crazy. Because he's made a living off of people being fascinated by the fact that he ate someone and isn't locked up. What? The, yeah, those are all the words. So <laughs> yeah, he's want, out there. He's out there. He's just a, a free man. Real life horror story. I mean, I don't care if he never kills again. That shit was horrific. That recollection. Yeah. Issei Sagawa. <clears throat> and it, well, yeah, we found out it was him who drew those weird comics about it. Um, fuck. <laughs> yeah, like that. Um, on that, <laughs> on that dark note, on that dark, yeah, I believe that <coughs> I, 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 we s- are. I see something, but I, I, I feel like it. 
It's not coming fast enough. It it's might a, not be the safest destination. It's a mirage. It's not, but you know what? It is a destination getting us away from that. I'm sorry, guys, but after that whole thing, we got to kick you out in Camden. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. If you don't know what the CMD is about, you're about to find out. Walter Rand, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and it is uh, probably not safe to undo your seatbelts. Do it anyway. Goodbye. Good night, ladies. Peace.